With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. I didn't realize June was the season of giving, but the NBA, very generous, very generous in the NBA playoffs. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we bridge the gap coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the flight deck as we soar on the red eye all night long, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hope all is somewhat well in your life. We like to say that if you're listening to an overnight radio show, things cannot be going that bad. Uh, That's usually true. It's usually true. So our lead this hour comes from the Western Conference Finals, game number two. Game number two. As our caller from Chicago likes to say, the Suns and the Clippers. Now, Phoenix trying to take a 2-0 lead in this series. Many people thinking the Suns were going to blow out the Clippers. Uh, in fact, I heard that. Skip Bayless was like, Clippers can get blown out uh, early in the game. But it was a closely contested contest. It came down to the wire. And the Clippers actually had a lead in the final second. The Suns, though, taking advantage of a mulligan. And cashing in their chips, another break goes the way of the Suns. Down by a point with less than a second remaining in the fourth quarter, an inbounds play after a lengthy pause 
And Jay Crowder tossing the ball up to DeAndre Ayton. Very controversial play. I'll explain why in a minute. He barely, barely, by a fingertip, was able to get the ball in. They call it a dunk. Uh, the tip of the finger over Zubats of the Clippers. Uh, tremendously kind officiating. And I certainly hope the seven Phoenix Suns fans and all the bandwagon Suns fans We'll purchase a nice gift to Scott Froster, Kane Fitzgerald, uh, Curtis Blair, and Bill Kennedy, the uh, the four officials, uh, as we like to call them there, the Keystone Cops. It was right out of the Keystone Cops. As uh, Phoenix was out of timeouts, they were given an extra 10 minutes, it seemed like, a 10-minute timeout to draw up the final play. I'll bet you. Uh, the uh, the Monty Williams coaching staff probably went through seven or eight plays before they decided on which final play to draw up. They had so much time, they could have run to Starbucks and gotten some coffee and come back, and the game still hadn't continued. But Phoenix ends up getting uh, the victory by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin yet again as DeAndre Ayton. I'm going to go full Illuminati here. I watched this final play 7,000 different times, and I noticed all right, I noticed that DeAndre Ayton should have been called for a foul. He grabbed Zubat's jersey and pushed off to get separation before the ball was inbounded. Watch it. Watch it. All right, even blind Scott and blind Emmett, our blind listeners and callers know that in that play at the very end there, Ayton, I'm watching, I'm watching it again. And Ayton comes over. He grabs the jersey. You can see the grab and then the push. The push, 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 push before he gets separation. Without that, he's not able to get to the rim. Without that, he can't get to the rim. Did the referees call it? No. They didn't call it. So, Merry Christmas to the Phoenix Suns. A narrow escape. The Suns. Has there been a less impressive 2-0 series lead in the Western Conference Finals than the Phoenix Suns of 2021? I say no. Let us discuss. Now, the question, what are your takeaways? We're two games in to the Clippers-Suns Western Finals. What are your takeaways? Now, my thoughts, you've got footwear, reverse Moses, and Morse code. And we will tie all of these things together. Make the Baba Ganoush! We're going to make the Baba Ganoush. So, A, this game validated what I have been saying for weeks behind the bully pulpit here at Fox Sports Radio. My belief in the Suns, my hot take on the Suns was spot on. This is not some juggernaut. And they could end up winning the championship, but they're not a juggernaut. We're talking about a team that need a couple of fluke plays yet again to beat a damaged and broken Clipper team. I go back to previous statements as they have proven correct. This team is lucky they're not that good. The Clippers played a D-level game a D-level game, and had a lead with less than a second to go in the game. Wrap your mind around that. What an encouraging night for the people's team. You can play like the stuff on the toilet at a rest stop on the Jersey Turnpike and still be in position to win a game on the road in a supposed hostile environment. And the Suns are like, well, should have. They could have. They would have blown the Clippers to smithereens. Kaboom! If they're actually Goliath, they're not. Think about this. Uh, I went back and I did the math on this. The Suns shot 71% in the paint, the painted area. They outscored the Clippers by 30. They were plus 30 in the paint. The Clippers were reeling without all-star, in his prime, all-NBA player Kawhi Leonard. Everything was rigged in favor of Phoenix for a cakewalk. And the spoiler alert, we know it didn't happen. They didn't dominate this game by any stretch of the imagination. Even the biggest lapdog son's apologist cannot say, well, that was a domination situation. No, it wasn't. And I say, look at the footwear. I say, look at the footwear. This Phoenix team, they're not wearing Nikes or Adidas or Reebok. You know what they're wearing? Glass slippers. And we all know. We all know how that story ends when you wear the glass slipper. Everyone's seen that script, right? We all watched that when we were kids. Cinderella's glass slipper turns back into a crappy shoe at midnight. Now, when's the clock going to turn to midnight? That's the open question. Now, part B of this. If you paid close attention 
like I did. Maybe you didn't. I watched the game for you. Uh, this game, uh, if, you, if you, you were having laser-like focus, uh, you are well aware that Phoenix is actually in some trouble here. And now, before I tell you why, I must give Paul George a pep talk. Paul George needs a patented Maller pep talk. Uh, he had wobbly legs for much of the game. But there is no excuse, there is not a single excuse on God's green earth to miss two foul shots with nine seconds left. And you go up by three in that point, you insulate yourself in the fourth quarter. And (laughs) Paul George misses three foul shots in the fourth quarter, five in the game. You lost by one, you missed five foul shots, you're the headliner. You turn down charity. You, t- you were you were at the poorhouse. They offered you some nice clothing and a place to sleep and a couple of meals, and you said, I don't want the charity. What are you, Ben Simmons? Uh, are you Shaquille O'Neal? Is it going to be Hack of George? Knock it off. You know, grow some hair on your chest. Make those shots. It's ridiculous. And at PG-13, you get to wear the dunce cap on the way home. Do better be better. You just left the car on with the keys in the ignition and the door open in the driveway and then seemed gobsmacked when somebody drove away with your car. All right. Now, regardless, regardless of that, let me go back to my point here. As far as Phoenix being in some trouble, all right? Uh, and again, I go back to my point. You have the dumb fan. You have the knowledgeable fan. The knowledgeable fan knows this. As a distant relative of the great Nostradamus and friend of Nostradamus, you mark my words, the Clippers are going to come back. They're going to tie this series. They'll win the next two games, guaranteed. Then we'll revisit this and see how the series goes the rest of the way. But it is going to add another layer of mystique to what is a magical run. And I am seeing off in the distance there, I've got, I'm looking ahead. You know what I'm seeing? The reverse Moses is what I'm seeing. In 1983, before we were all paying attention, there was a basketball player who had a biblical name, Moses Malone, and he was playing in Philadelphia, and he famously said, foe, foe, foe. As he predicted correctly, the 76ers would sweep their way to the championship. Well, the Clippers need Patrick Beverly, the glue guy, to yell out, oh, two, oh, two, oh, two is what they need to yell out, because that's the road the Clippers have paved here. They've already gotten through the Mavericks and the bad-tuned jazz band in Salt Lake, and now they will cool off the suns, is what they're going to do. And this is another another situation. You look at the ingredients here for a magic carpet ride-type fairy tale. All right, last word here, last word. So what leads me to be Benny Brightside? On this. I'm not your typical run-of-the-mill negative sports radio blowhard. I'm Benny Brightside, and I'm going to tell you why. All right, The Clippers are the boxer. We mentioned the feeling-out process in previous episodes of the show, and I want to go back to that because they were throwing pretty much jabs. I mentioned a D-level game. A D-level game. You had a one-point lead less than a second to go. You played a D-level game. Still had a chance. Not only win game two, but game one, very reminiscent of what happened against the Utah Jazz, a better team during the regular season, the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns. And same same deal. In fact, it was actually close. The Clippers were in better shape against Phoenix uh, than they were against the Utah Jazz in that opening round, and you had altitude and Salt Lake and all that. But now when the Clippers get back to L.A., they, they will bring out, forget the jabs, haymakers. And if you have two bloody knuckles, Ty Lue started to figure out. You saw it in the late stage of this game. Coach uh, Ty Lue and his staff started to figure out the dots and the dashes of the Morse code. And the Clippers defensively, while the, the Suns had their way in the paint, Phoenix from the outside took 40 shots outside the paint. They only made 11. They shot less than 30% shooting outside the painted area. That is tremendous defensive integrity against the perimeter game of the Phoenix Suns by the Clippers defense. Specifically, the noise you heard was Devin Booker falling off the map back to Realityville for the Suns and all that slobber, slobber, slobber over Devin Booker. Shove it up your tuchus. 
All right, the sequel was not the equal. Booker sucked at a time you cannot suck. He got bailed out because the officials helped out Monty Williams and, and DeAndre Ayton had that push-off for the dunk. But, uh, but if you look at that Devin Booker performance, he followed up a triple-double with 20 points on 16 shots. He had seven turnovers, more turnovers than rebounds, more turnovers than assists. In fact, he had as many turnovers as rebounds and assists I think combined, might have one more, uh, one more uh, total in that category. But he was disheveled, all right. And Patrick Beverly, the glue guy, like a human octopus, his tentacles were all over Booker. He was getting into the head of Devin Booker, and that pretty boy, right? He hangs out with the Kardashian clan. That punk Devin Booker. He looked like he had been in a street fight with a chainsaw by the time he got done with Patrick Beverly. And that is a harbinger of things to come. The Suns are in trouble. They are in trouble with a capital T. Anyway. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. And let's hear now from some of the key participants. We'll start out with Ty Lue, the Clipper coach, who's having a deja vu type moment with the NBA playoffs. They had a chance to win the game. You know, they got the one on the tip in. And now we gotta go home and take care of business. You know, they won two games on their home floor. Uh, we understand that we've been in this position before, even though we hate it. Um, but like I said, our guys fought and competed, and they made a big play at the end. Yeah, I, I don't say you hate it because you, if you if you hated it, Paul George would have made a foul shot. If you hated it, you know, you don't puke it up at the end there, and you know allow the officials to have a ten minute siesta, and Monte Williams could go back through his coaching manuals and figure out which play he wanted to run, and it was ridiculous. All right, now here's more from Ty Lue pointing out he didn't want to throw Paul George under the bus, but everyone knows what he meant here when he points out the Clippers had an opportunity and they didn't cash it in. We let one get away. You know, that's how we felt. But the confidence, I mean, the confidence of his team hasn't wavered. You know, guys just said, all right, we got to go home now. And um, they, was, they was in good spirits. So, you know, like I said, we fought hard. We played, played, you know, good enough to win this game. You know, unfortunately it happens. And uh, we just got to move on, get ready for game three. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, the man that had a protein spill at the end of the game. Now, if you've ever been to Disneyland, they don't, no one ever has puked at Disneyland. They call it a protein spill. It's more politically correct there. Uh, but the man that needed the barf bag at the foul line there, Paul George, and uh, he is not letting you see him sweat. If I know this team correctly, um, the fight we have, um, you know, going into game three and the fight that we have to believe that. You know, we're going to change the series. Um, that's who we've been and that's who we are. And so um, I'm very confident in our group. And, um, you know, the uh, fact of the matter is they did what they were supposed to. They won their two games on their floor. Um, we got to go home and protect our house. Yeah. Uh, notice he said he's confident in the group, but not necessarily himself, because if he was confident in himself, he wouldn't have been queasy at the foul line there. And uh, we were all nauseous watching that. But if you did bet on the Clippers, you won the bet if you had the point spread involved in that. So the Clippers did win, and that's uh, that's very important for the gambling world that we all live in. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is all about the bouncing of the balls, the ping pong balls. Welcome in the beginning of yet another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we capture the flag coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from under the moonlight, camouflaged by the darkness, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hope all is good in your world. We are back at it again behind the red-hot microphones. That big, bright, on-air light is flashing, so I think I need to talk at this point. We can't tell you, though. We talked a lot about this last hour. If you were not able to listen, maybe you were covered up by some other programming. The people's team, the Clippers, a heartbreak loss to the Phoenix Suns there as the NBA officials, it did look like a clown show there at the end. It was like they were under the big top. The officials had no control of what was going on. They gave the Phoenix Suns an extra 10 minutes to to draw up a play as the Clippers were leading with less than a second to go. And, And then the officials decided to allow DeAndre Ayton to push off against Zubats, and you can watch it, and several of you have and said, I didn't realize that. But before Jay Crowder inbounded the ball... If you see there, uh, clearly there was a tug on the jersey. Uh, it was a, he, uh, DeAndre Ayton kind of tugged at, at Zubac's jersey and pushed off. 
And that's the only way he's able to get to the rim for that particular play. The officials decided, you know, let's let him play. We'll let him play. And it's the selective enforcement, which drives many people batty when watching the National Basketball Association. But that is not what we are here to talk about this particular hour, at least at the beginning. It's all about the ping pong balls. With little buzz and almost no fanfare, the NBA held their draft lottery. And this used to be a big event back in the Stone Age. In the Bronze Age, it was a big event in my house, the NBA Draft Lottery. Uh, not anymore, not anymore. And it was a big production. And the NBA did not put the full gusto on this. I guess they're, they're still using the COVID line and they can't have everyone get together. It was a lot of Zoom interviews. It wasn't the, the big gala event that it had been in the past. But it did take place on Tuesday. And it happened uh, about half an hour, about half an hour as the crow flies uh, from before tip-off of the Clippers-Suns Western Conference Finals Game 2, and maybe you didn't hear it. This is one of those things you don't really have to watch. You don't really need to watch it. But it did come down, the final two, there was a toss-up between the Houston Rockets and the Detroit Pistons for the top pick, a pair of unremarkable teams, the Rockets throwing away all of their elite players in recent years, and they have embraced the tank. And then you have the Detroit Pistons, who are just treading their wheels in the cesspool of mediocrity. And so those are the teams. And when the dust settled, the fellas from the Motor City got the lucky ball. They got the lucky ball? They did. Uh, That means that the, the Detroit Pistons now have the right to Select the number one overall pick in the 2021 draft. So who is the presumptive number one pick? I'm glad you asked. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Very kind of you to ask. The projection is that that will be guard Cade Cunningham. Now, it's it's fair to say Cunningham fully anticipates that he is Ooh. going to Detroit. Cade Cunningham, he played collegiately. Well, you don't watch Oklahoma State basketball. Bad job by you. Uh, now, what is our evidence? All right, We are told that this, this cat, Cade Cunningham, is only going to visit one team prior to the NBA draft. You want to take a guess? One guess on who that team is. Bingo! That's right. You got it right. The Detroit Pistons. That's the only team. I'm I'm not going seeing you. I'm not seeing you. I'm not seeing you. I'm certainly not seeing you. Forget about it. So let us discuss thumbs up or thumbs down on the business strategy of Cade Cunningham, a basketball prospect, which is a suspect until proven otherwise, planning to only visit Detroit and nowhere else. I'm giving this two. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up on this. Now, my take, you've got Macho Man, 1970s flick, and toilet. And we'll put all these things together here and make an adequate monologue to tip off, though. Kate Cunningham has seen the same things we've all seen. If you pay attention to this, if you follow the draft nicks and those that make their living in the cottage industry of selling propaganda about the NBA draft, it's all about Cade Cunningham. His skill set is perfect for the NBA. If you just listen to these nerds and geeks that come up with these things and you read some of this stuff and you watch some of the sizzle reels that are out there, uh, Cunningham is projected to be the prototypical volume scorer that is the flavor of the month and is the custom in professional sports. You must compare... Cade Cunningham to another player, and the two players that I've seen regularly he mentioned with are Luka Doncic, so I guess he'll have problems with the Clippers in the playoffs, and Jason Tatum. Uh, those are supposedly the two players that his game... My will... name is Luka. Yeah, there you go. His, but is Luka's the coach killer? Isn't Luka Doncic the coach killer? You gotta say his... Anyway, this is not about Luka. Now, as for limiting options... And that's what Cade Cunningham is doing. You'll be advised, if you're in high school, your high school, if you've been to high school, your high school guidance counselor will tell you, don't limit your options. You shouldn't limit your options in life. But at first glance, I saw this, I said, well, this is alpha male territory. This is Randy Macho Man Savage, old school wrestling. 
And essentially what Cunningham is saying, this, this report that came from Woj, is that I will only be interviewing with one employer. I'm looking for a high-paying job. But you know what? I'll tell you something. I'm a very important person. My time is limited all right, and very valuable. I can't be bothered to talk. There's 30 teams in the NBA. You think I'm going to talk to 30 NBA teams? Are you bloody crazy? No. Do you want me or not? Do you want to hire me, Detroit Pistons, or not? And you have two seconds to decide whether or not you want to hire me. That's it. There you go. But So that was my initial thought. But then upon further review, thought about it a little more, and I was like, well, what's, what's really going on here? And, and then you realize that everything slanted in favor of this, this guy, Cade Cunningham. It, it, the thumbs on the scale. It's a rigged game. Okay, he's got loaded dice. I don't know how many other ways I can say it. Unless Cade Cunningham is involved in some kind of tawdry scandal between now and the draft over 36 days, we got 36 days before the NBA draft, his fate is sealed. It's, it's not a matter of if, it's only a matter of when the Pistons will pick this guy at number one. And that date, we know the date, is July 29th. Mark it on your calendars. That's the day. That's when the NBA draft is. Now, furthermore, so so Cade Cunningham didn't start like hyperventilating. Remember, was it uh, was it last year? The years were all running together. Maybe it was two years ago. I don't know. Whenever Zion Williamson came out, and there was that holy crap, I've just been drafted by the Pelicans moment. Like he didn't want to play for the Pelicans. You knew the body language. He didn't want to play for the Pelicans. But this is a different situation with Cade Cunningham. I, he didn't start freaking out, needing a paper bag after the Michiganders decided to pick him. Uh, well, they didn't decide to pick him. They're going to pick him, but they won the lottery. That is actually encouraging news for the Motor City. right? Because I just mentioned Zion Williamson. We've seen plenty of other players strong-arm their way out of town when they're projected to be drafted by someone then eventually drafted by that team. And they'd rather play for a team that gives them what I call the surf and the turf. They want everything. They want the palm trees, the banana hammock, the surfboards. They want it all, where the beautiful people hang out. And the Pistons have none of that. They've not exactly been an oasis, certainly not recently, and we're talking about pretty close to Siberia on the basketball landscape it's not quite as bad as like Minnesota's Timberwolves or the Sacramento Kings or somewhere like that, but it's it's in the neighborhood. It's in the zip code. It's it's not far away. It would have been easy to cry uncle. And we've all seen the meme, right? The meme uh, was brought back loud and proud here from the 1970s uh, that 1970s flick, the the John Landis film before he started making the, the famous films like Airplane things like that, the Kentucky Fried Movie. It comes from. It's the the classic line. You've probably seen the meme. You don't know what it comes from. It's take him to Detroit, and it's punishment in the movie. And it's a it's a spoof movie. A Doctor Clan or something. I, I forget how you pronounce the guy's name. But but he gave uh, punishment to an American spy and sent him to Detroit. And that lottery. See the the lottery in the NBA was the end. It's their version of the meme. But so far, the early results are encouraging. And Cunningham is willing to grin and bear it. At least that's what it sounds like. He only wants to play for the Pistons. That's it. All right, last thing here. So every man, woman, and child knows that I am not a big believer in the NBA draft. I've been burned too many times. Uh, But I'm willing to give this guy the benefit of the doubt and hope that he doesn't have a case of Ben Simmons-itis. Uh, whenever the Pistons, should they get good again and be a relevant team. But Detroit basketball has been a crap house uh, for, uh, as we said, several years here. But this is a good situation for Cade Cunningham. And you say, why would that be? I mean, who wants to live in Detroit in the the wintertime when the NBA plays the games? Who would want to live there? Come on now. Uh, But there there is no one that he has to share the spotlight with he, he can own the locker room, and he'll be massaged and get the manny and the petty from day one. And even though it's a crap house, 
the, the toilet has been unclogged. They got rid of Blake Griffin. They've gotten rid of some of the bigger name players that they had that were still not that effective. And so it's it's going to be trial by error with all these picks when the draft comes around, assuming we are correct and Kyle and this guy Cunningham gets drafted. But he will be able to make his mark unimpeded. And I already saw a nickname bouncing around, and uh, I said the, the suppose that the nickname is going to be Motorcade. You see, see what I Motorcade Cunningham Motor Motor City Motor Motorcade. No? I didn't come up with that. It's a good line. All right. Sh- <laughs> so should his progression live up to the hype, which keep in mind rarely happens, then at that point the fork in the road. It is going to be on Detroit to boost up the roster. If that doesn't happen, then Cunningham will live in basketball purgatory. And if he is good, he'll take a crowbar and try to get his way out, Jimmy his way out of town. So that is what the future is, but the NBA draft lottery. It's good the Houston Rockets did not get the number one pick. Don't reward bad behavior. And the NBA, they did not reward bad behavior. The Rockets acted poorly. And they made a terrible trade, just giving away James Harden, allowing him to eat his way out of Houston, and they should not be rewarded for that. They were not rewarded. But somebody had to get the number one pick, and it turned out to be the Pistons. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop Dallow. Ben, there are two head coaches in the NBA that lost their jobs uh, this season who are expected to find another head coaching job fairly quickly. Those two are Terry Stotts and Rick Carlisle. Uh, who would you rather have coaching your team? Uh, gun to my head, Rick Carlisle. Right? And, and Rick Carlisle, listen, the, the guy, he's been better. It's not, it's not that hard. It's not brain surgery. He's had, he had good teams way back when he coached Ben Wallace and the Pistons. Jermaine O'Neal and the Pacers in that era of the NBA, and obviously won the whole enchilada there with the Mavericks uh, several years back. And like Terry Stotts to me is a rather unremarkable head coach. He just is. Like I, I know he's going to get another job because he's part of the Good Old Boys Network, and that's how that works there when you're in the fraternity. But uh, uh, a fun fact: Terry Stotts was actually an assistant to Rick Carlisle when the Mavericks won back. In 2011, but he's like mashed potatoes with no exotic toppings. It's like, well, it's good, but it's not really something to get too excited about. Next! So there was a report on Monday that Daryl Morey is looking to bring a big star to the 76ers this summer. Uh, That would fall in line with your prediction of Ben Simmons getting traded. Uh, If you had to guess which big star is most likely to end up in Philly. Well, obviously Daryl Morey is going to make a big trade. Does he make small trades? He's like this... The trope of a sports GM, bigger than life, wheeler dealer guy. He doesn't waste time on on rinky dink trades. Uh, but to answer your question, Ben Simmons will be traded. They're going to shake it up. I I I keep looking at Bradley Beal. Damian Lillard cannot. The Blazers be idiots to trade Damian Lillard. So Bradley Beal, CJ McCollum would be the two guys. If you consider CJ McCollum a big star, I don't. Next. So, Ben, we've asked versions of this question in the past, but, uh, you know, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. said he would not be returning to the home run derby so that he can focus on the second half of the season. However, Shohei Otani will be participating. Do you think Angels fans should be concerned about that? No, they ought to be concerned about their you know, half-decent, half-baked baseball team is what they should be concerned about. There's no home run curse. It's horse crap. All right? It gets repeated year after year. It doesn't mean it's true. There's no evidence to back it up. No evidence. They've conducted studies on this, and uh, Major League Baseball did a couple years back, and they determined there was no nothing, nothing to back it up. It's it's ridiculous. But the the Angels have things to worry about, like they've got a bumbling band of buffoons coming out of that bullpen. Kubalup, how did we do? You passed this edition. There it is. That's a winner. Put it on the board. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And no way we go. Password, the word game of the stars every single week at this time. Uh, just want to point out, though, for the, those of you that keep sending me Chris and some of the other guys, you got to have the patty melt Whataburger. All right. I, I, I'm not near a Whataburger, but when I am, I will get the patty melt. Okay. That's off topic. We're not doing that anymore. We've moved on. This is a grown-up show. We're going to play a game show. Our word game of the stars. Let's welcome in our contestants uh, for this. And uh, who do we have here with password? Ozzy Momentum on the international line is going to play. Ozzy, hello, Ozzy Momentum. Ben Mola. How you going, mate? All right? Yeah, NFL Insider. Say, say it properly. NFL Insider. <laughs> NFL Insider Ben Mola. Good to, uh, good to chat to you again, mate. By the way, that patty melt, the way you described it, sounded garbage. It's delicious. It's a wonderful <laughs> sandwich. It's the grilled cheese with the burger in the middle. If they had a baby, that would be the patty melt. What are you doing? You eating that? You're eating at Hungry Jack's? Is that what you're doing down there? You crazy man? How dare you? Why can't they call <laughs> it Burger King? Doing. Why do they have to call it Hungry Jack's? I Who? don't understand. I don't know. We're idiots. All right, we got to play the game. Hold on a sec, Ozzy Momentum. And let's have Chris in Boston play. Hello, Chris. Name me one food staple that came out of Australia. I, I don't think you can. It's a great so, question. Uh, Ozzy Momentum, great food dish that came out of Australia. Kangaroo tail. Racist. Ozzy, who do you want to partner up with, Ozzy Momentum? Yeah, I'm going to go with some gambler's insurance, Ben, so I'm going with you, mate. All right. Uh, very exciting here. Don't uh, don't go over. You're, gonna, you're actually going to try to win, yes? Of course. Oh, no other way. All right. Hurry up. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, Chris in Boston, who do you want to play with, Chris? Eddie. All right. Let's play the game. Here we go. Pick a number. Aussie momentum. One to ten, please. Number one. Number, number one. one. We like that. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's go with fortunate. Lucky. Yeah, good job by you, Ozzy Momentum. Woo! Ten nothing. We start out with ten points, go down to nine, eight, seven, six, five. All right, Eddie, you're up with Chris in Boston. Chris, pick a number. Uh, number three. All right. Number three. Uh... All right. Um, oh, Eddie's he's getting scared, Eddie. Well, I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go. Mallard Maneuver. So. Yeah, yeah I guess. Well, let's go, Mallard. Let's go. Uh, you were familiar, Chris, with the Mallard Maneuver? I am familiar, yeah. All right, here we go. Outer. Bait. There you go. Nah, it never fails, the Mallard Maneuver. Time tested. Yeah. It only fails the when they. No, nah, we get these dummies that call up that don't understand the logic. All right, uh, next uh, number, pick a number there, Ozzy Momentum. Uh, number seven. Number seven, all right. Uh, how about Thespian? Actor. Oh, yeah, boom, boom. Eddie? That was easy. All right, Chris, pick another number. Hurry up. Number five. Number five. No pressure, Eddie. No, not at all. Um... Let's go, um... Hurry up. Perm. Perm. Haircut? No! no! We're out of time! Curls. It was Curls, Ozzy Momentum, international champion of the world! Got a murder, gotta go. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 